welcome to Living Life Purple Podcast, your safe space for interactive healing techniques that you can apply today. My intention is that you use this podcast as an opportunity for self-love and self-healing to help you move into a more powerful vibration as you listen so that you can have a joy-filled life and a wonderful day. Enjoy. Okay. Hey, everyone. Jordan and Lisa here with some healing talks, living life purple, host, creator, Lisa Lopez on the line. Hey, how you doing, Lisa? Hi, I'm doing good. Hope everybody else is doing good. Thanks for listening. All right. So lots more good stuff to talk about today. This is kind of a meaty one. I like meaty ones. I like big conversations. Um, So this one is about the, the true meaning of holistic healing and energy work. All in a very short period of time. I'm kidding. No, this is an ongoing conversation, but I mean, but that that's kind of what we're going to bite off at least, right? We're going to bite off doing doing what is in your best interest in that moment, in time, with no judgment. That's what you sent me. You sent me that in email. You're like, I mean, what does that mean? What does that mean, Lisa? Yeah, okay. So, you know, because I talk about holistic healing and I actually have like, I have a tattoo on my arm that's a, a, a healing symbol that a lot of people ask me if I'm like a doctor or a nurse. And so it kind of brings attention to what is that? Because it looks similar to the medical symbol. The snakes, um, inter- for- the snakes intertwined? Yeah. So what, yeah. I, what I have is a sword, like kind of like a dagger knife and sword inspired. And then it has one snake wrapped around it. And then it has a circle in the background, which for me symbolizes holistic eternal life. And the the snake and the knife, which is what you see out in the medical uh, symbol arena, that was from an ancient healing symbol because before they used to use snake venom for healing. So that's kind of the origin of that symbol. So when I get, so my point is when I am out and about, uh, people ask me, you know, are you a nurse? Are you a doctor? And I say, no. And they're like, oh, what's, you know, what's with the symbol? And I say, well, I do holistic healing and energy work. And then, so it kind of starts off a conversation. And also when, you know, somebody asks me what I do, I will share, this is one of the businesses, one of the, I don't, I don't want to say business, but one of the, um, it's my lifestyle. It's my practice. Mm -hmm, It's my passion. mm -hmm. And so when I share about it and I talk about holistic healing and energy work, you know, sometimes that gets perceived as this whole, like, you know, eating perfectly, being against Western medicine, um, only practicing certain things. There's a world that kind of gets created. Like it's a perception, you know? Right. Right. And and so, and that's not it at all. So I thought, you know, let's talk about what it actually is. And this is from my perspective. This is what I've been practicing. Um, But holistic healing from the standpoint in which I see it as actually has nothing to do with how you eat. And it doesn't have anything to do with what you put in your body. And it doesn't have anything to do whether you decide to do chemo or not chemo when you have something like cancer. 
Um, none of that is what I'm talking about or what I practice or what I like to talk about and share. What I'm talking about is a true holistic standpoint of treating your body, treating yourself and breaking that down. What does that actually mean? Because when you look at living and practicing holistic healing for yourself, it is completely individual for you at that moment in time. And it has nothing to do with anybody else. And so I really love this conversation um, because it's, you know, what, what we see out in the world, it's very general, it's very mass. And that is completely opposite of what I am talking about. So I thought this would be a great thing to bring up uh, so that people could really understand what is the true meaning of holistic healing? What does that mean? And also what is energy work? You know, what, how, right. how is that, how can that get broken down so that people can understand how to practice it for themselves and right. what I am talking about? Cause I'm talking about energetic vibration to promote the healing process. Right. That and, I mean, nothing, that's that, it. And, and that has, yeah. And that has nothing to do with if you take vitamins or not, if you take chemical, you know, I mean, all of it's chemical, you know, so sure. it doesn't matter what you intake, what you eat, your lifestyle, there isn't a perfect anything for that. So yeah, that's kind of, you know, I wanted yeah. to, I want to start chatting about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, <clears throat> pardon me, just to, um, just to get it out of the space, because people are like, what was you talking about that, that, that thing, that medical symbol, it's called the staff of Hermes. I, I think it's the cat. Caduceus, Caduceus is the staff carried by Hermes in Greek mythology. That's the image that you see for doctors or nurses or things like that. It was adopted by the medical profession. So just to kind of have people like being able to stay in the conversation with us and not wondering what you were talking about at the very beginning, I thought I would just get that out of the space. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and, and if you're hearing this, you could see my website. You could see a picture of what I have on my arm. That, so there you me, go. Yeah, and for me, it's a very powerful symbol because I use, um, you know, if I get a tattoo, I use it as an affirmation. Uh -huh. And so for me, the reason I got it was to remind myself that I am a powerful healer and right. to remind myself of who I am and what I believe in. So whenever I might doubt myself or... Uh, you know, just in life, I just look at it and I, I get a very strong vibration of this is who I am. This is what I believe in. This is my purpose to live into every single day and to really remind myself of my purpose in life, which I've chosen. So I, I think that's the, that's what I hear for you, for me listening to you. Um, so I'm just kind of reiterating it for myself also is it's not about anything else. But now it's not about where you've been. It's where you are now and asking yourself or looking at yourself, asking yourself, how are you feeling? What vibration are you at right now? And how can I elevate? How can I increase? How can I expand my vibration to go higher and higher from where I am now? Exactly. Yeah, because, you know, there are people like I think there was a, you know, a Buddhist that that once said, you can be the healthiest person eating a hamburger and french fries every single day of your life if you are happy doing it. 
you know, and, and I, and that's part of what we're talking about in this conversation, because it's less about what you do and more about how you feel. Yeah. And so, cause that's, if you're going to do something and then feel guilty about it, or if you're going to do something and then have stress about it, yeah. well, you might as well not do it or be aware of that so you can self-correct. But what he's talking about is the power of the vibration you hold at any moment in time, regardless mm -hmm. of what you're doing or not doing or choosing, you know, to put in your body. So, or to live your life, it's that vibration of power, of joy, of happiness. And when you hold yourself in that vibration, that is the most powerful place of vitality and basically your protection, you know, your, your armor, your protection that no one else can get you sick. No one else can hurt you. And the power is in within yourself. So when I talk about living life purple, that highest, most powerful vibration is the purple aura, which is what I'm bringing into this conversation because when you're in that high frequency purple perfect purposeful vibration it is very hard to get sick and it is really hard you don't feel bad in that in that vibration and so the conversation of what I want to talk about is how do you bring yourself to that place and what does that look like yeah, and I think I think that is the million dollar question. It is how to how to how to arrive there, how to sustain that, how to be forgiving when you maybe don't sustain it. Because I have my own experience of that. Where oh, I think we've talked about this before in a couple of these different conversations. Is you know I can go to bed after having a day where I was like just firing on all pistons, just humming beautifully, and then wake up the next morning as if the day before didn't happen and it's like it's like it's like a reset and i'm like oh it's almost like i have to start rolling the boulder back up the hill again sometimes and so it's yeah. that being forgiving and and kind to myself when i i maybe don't sustain it or i mean i'll sit down and meditate sometimes and i cannot seem to sit still no matter what i do say what how many candles i light or how what you know what I mean? it's like no, and 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 i i'll set the space up i'll you know the whole nine yards and i still cannot seem to and i'll just i'll just sit and i'll sit and i'll sit and i'll sit and sometimes i have to just say i'm going to sit until i'm still and that is that to me can be a breakthrough because there are times where I'll sit and I'll sit for like, you know, long periods of time in meditation where you I mean it could be five minutes. It could be a half an hour, could be 45 minutes, you know, where I'm like, wow, this is really amazing. I go really deep and it feels amazing and great. And I feel good and whole and vibrate and hold on yours. There's other ones. I can't seem to get out of my own way. And I've been doing this for a long time. So it's, how to get there, stay there, sustain there at the same time. Also, I think for me, it's being gentle with when it doesn't go the way I'd like it to go. 
Well, yeah, and I want to point out something that you just said in that, because that's actually pretty on point with what we're talking about, is mm -hmm. um, so the moving target of getting to that, you know, vitality, purple vibration, mm -hmm. where everything feels well, and you're happy, right? That yeah. is a moving constant target. Mm. And sometimes it feels really easy to get there, and sometimes it feels really far away. So when it feels far away then what you're doing and i what i heard you say is exactly what i want to talk about one of the steps is to because if you're in anxious it's going to be really hard like the distance from anxious to peaceful there's it's there's steps right you don't right. just jump from anxious to peaceful when you're mm. talking about vibrationally like there is a like levels like like the levels yeah. of it right 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 yeah like it's easy to get from like let's say you're dealing with um grateful if you're in a state of gratitude well that's pretty close to peaceful totally right but when you're in the completely opposite vibration you can't expect to jump from one to the yeah. other yeah, that's so, my that's that's right. where I run that's where I run into trouble because I'm I that's I mean it's you hit it on the head. I usually will try to just jump that chasm from anxious to peace and then go why am I not just getting there? I'm I'm better than that. So yeah, yeah, you're right on. Yeah. So then what I heard you say you did, which is a perfect example, is you just step. You just wanted to win to get to the next positive vibration right so you, you said okay i just if i can just sit here for 10 minutes then i'm gonna be proud of myself yeah so that's the perfect way to approach yourself yeah i gave is, myself i gave myself a very um what's the word i'm looking for I, I gave myself a very clear what i felt was a possible uh um achievable goal which was let me just sit still like stop scratching stop moving stop fidgeting just let me get to still and like you're saying that's just another level another octave if you will if you're thinking musically you know like if you're just kind of moving up the scales just another octave towards peace yes exactly and that's what there is to do in that moment in time when you're really in you know that difficult vibration is mm -hmm. to just take baby steps to get to the next best and the next best and the next best. But, you know, you give yourself time because it's really difficult by yourself to go from a negative vibration uh, to a very positive, you know, when you're in like there's a gap. So the job at that point is to give yourself a baby step win. Which is what you did. You right. said, if I can just be still, then great, I win. Yeah. So then, and then in that win, in that moment where you're like, yay, I'm proud of myself because I was just able to sit still for 10 minutes or five minutes. Right. Okay, great. You just nudged yourself a little bit closer mm -hmm. in a positive <laughs> vibration. And that is what there is to do all the time, every day in your life it doesn't right. ever get 
there is, you're never going to stay in one positive vibration. I wish we did, but it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. I think it's a big, I think it's a big thing that human beings get caught up in is, you know, I just want to be happy. Well, it's like, okay, what does that, what does happy mean? And what does that look like? What does that feel like? And then we feel like if we're not happy, there's something wrong. And it's just, I think we, we get caught up in these labels that we put on how we feel. And I think if we can give ourselves a break and understand that it, you, it's, it's, I want to say it's impossible. I mean, to sustain bliss is a tall order. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that is possible and I'm not being cynical, you know, it just is not logical. Um, so it's not logical given that we're human beings We're made the way we're made and life is an ever flowing dynamic, you know, process that has to do with a lot of people. And sometimes (laughs) there is no reason. Maybe you went to bed one night and you felt peaceful and then you wake up in the morning and nothing has changed nothing but you don't feel good and you don't feel that same level of peace that you just left the night before that is Mm -hmm. totally normal and it just is the way our body is made up you know we default we default into different emotions and then it is your job once you start becoming self-aware to say okay now i'm in this vibration i'm in this state and I don't want to, it doesn't feel good. Does it feel good? Yes or no. Okay. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, then now what do I need to do to help myself to get in a more positive vibration and more and more, but give yourself baby steps on that because in this conversation, you have to be really, really compassionate with yourself and the fact that sometimes there are no reasons and that's okay. That's part of being human. There isn't anything wrong with you. We as human beings default into negative. That's just the way that we're built to survive. We wake up and our brain is what's wrong? What's happening? Am I going to die today? You know, like that's really the way that we wake up to alert ourselves and our senses to keep going. Yeah. The reptilian, the reptilian brain. Yeah. The reptilian brain is it's, you know, fight or flight. That's at the basis level, right? It's like making sure, like you said, protect ourselves, keep ourselves alive. Yeah, and you wait, and it wakes up. It wakes up with what's wrong. What do I need to do to protect <laughs> right. myself? Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that sucks. It does, and it, it's good that we could at least laugh about it because well, I think it's also thank God we can actually we, we could also just at least go, okay, that's what I do. Now what? You know, it's like, okay, like you could just go, yeah, that's what happens. Great. It doesn't, that doesn't work for me to live my life and to live my day from that jumping off point. So I'm going to, I'm going to jump in here. Right. So if if that's like the default, how do I step in and assert myself? How do I step in and become present to my thoughts so that my thoughts and my emotions don't run the rest of my day? Yes. And I would say the first step is to be kind with yourself knowing that this is something you're going to deal with and manage every single day. So if you're waiting for a day for this to not exist, (laughs) you're going to be waiting for a while. (laughs) Well, you're going to start off feeling, feeling 
you know, disappointed and frustrated, like, oh, again, okay, so now you're already starting uh, off in a negative vibration because your expectation is off. You know, I heard somebody say like, something the other day about this. It's interesting. You know, it's like <clears throat> there's where if you're waiting for your days to be different, then you're not creating your day. You're waiting for your day to unfold. And I think it speaks to kind of what, and I don't, I don't even know who the person was who said it, who the quote was or anything like that, but it just kind of speaks to what I hear you saying right now, which is if we're waiting for things to suddenly get better, for our circumstances to dictate how our life goes, then we're not being in a creative state. And this conversation we're having right now feels like the opportunity or feels like the invitation for us to create how our life unfolds to create how our thoughts or our feelings unfold because we say so or because we're participating in it in somehow in some way in a mindful manner yeah and and to go even prior to that to accept that you will have to create it every single day right so don't be surprised and just be prepared have the expectation of I might default into whatever I default as I sleep and every single morning of my life, I'm going to create. Good morning, Nico. Yeah, yeah, like I'm going to have to create and I'm going to have to, it'll get easier over time because the muscles will get stronger. But to get, I am going to choose to create my positive vibration because mm-hmm. at any moment in time I could start defaulting into negative. And then on, and then what I want to introduce alongside this is no judgment. A holistic right. healing and what I practice has zero judgment. So the second you start judging yourself, you're out of alignment. And when I talk about alignment, it was from an earlier conversation of like being on a road of a destination and Mm -hmm. if you imagine driving somewhere and you're at point a and you want to get to point b and there's a clear road like you could see your destination imagine you're on a road and you could see two miles ahead of you and that's where you're headed and you know exactly where you're going you can see it and all you have to do is keep your car on the path on the road so that's being in alignment And then when I talk about getting out of alignment, it's now you've made a right or you've made a left. You're not going in the direction. You're off your road. So that's being out of alignment. So being Mm -hmm. in alignment is practicing no judgment, no judgment to yourself at all times. So the second you start judging yourself, why am I like this? I shouldn't be like this. I've been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. This is bullshit. What is wrong with me? All of those conversations, I give up, I'm a loser, I can't win, like all of those conversations. Now you're being judgmental and you're off of your road. You're out of alignment. So what there is to do in that moment is to forgive yourself for being hard on yourself, forgive yourself for judging yourself, give yourself a lot of compassion and get back into alignment, which looks like I am perfect. There is nothing wrong with me. I am like every single other human being on the planet. This is what my body does. 
now I can get back on track and love myself and Mm -hmm. have a lot of kindness and compassion for myself. And that's what not judging yourself looks like, no matter what it is. I don't care how far in a negative space you're in. Yeah. You judging yourself only digs that deeper. Completely. So, so getting off of that right away and acknowledging and seeing I'm really judging myself. I'm being hard on myself. This is taking me further. Now I'm in a U-turn. Now I'm going completely the opposite direction. I haven't just geared right or left. I'm, I'm going backwards. Like that's what that looks like. Right. You know, Uh, I have a question. I have a question. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. <clears throat> so here's I still have a question. So since we're talking about the road analogy, uh, so how do I how do I position this question? So let's say you're going down your path. You believe you're on your path, right? You every sign says you're on your path, and yet, and this is along the road analogy. You haven't turned left. You haven't gone off of a, a road or anything like that. But it feels like the, you know, I don't know if you've ever had this experience where, you know, you put your emergency brake on, but it's not all the way on and you drive your car. Have you ever done that mm-hmm. before? Have you ever done that before? Yeah. You're, you're driving. Yeah. You're like, why is my car not driving as fast as it should be driving? It's because your emergency brake is kind of on. <laughs> and, and so I've had that experience in my life where Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm doing all the things that I could be doing. And yet I feel like I'm doing it with the e-brake on. Yeah. So in that situation, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so good that you brought this up. I know exactly what you're talking about. And in that moment in time, when you're having that experience, then I would get connected to what you believe. So a lot of times you're doing all the right things and it's having that momentum, right? Like it's, it's a bit of a struggle. So logically you're like, I'm, I'm in alignment. I feel like I'm focusing on all the right things, but I, it still feels like a struggle and it's slow and it's difficult, but you are on your path. Okay, great. So at that moment, then I would stop to think about whatever you're trying to accomplish and whatever your heart is saying you want and you're doing all these good things for yourself to get there. There's a difference between wanting something and believing that you deserve it. Hmm. Believe and deserving are very powerful vibrations. So sometimes there is a default that you need to go back to address because even though you want something, there could be something inside of you from a long time ago. Usually this goes back into your childhood that somewhere in your past, you don't believe that you really deserve this. Right. A limiting belief, a limiting subconscious belief. That's just kind of an anchor on your, on your, on your ankle how how do you dissolve or disappear because i'm i'm absolutely clear about what you're talking about um mm-hmm. i've i've <clears throat> i've explored this as a hmm maybe there's something there that i'm just not seeing you know and I, it's like what you know what you don't know you don't know right so 
and we, you and I have had this ex- experience in our own lives with the work we've done, you know, until that blind spot is revealed, it's tough to disappear it. So, well, yeah, so you have to go into it. You have to spend some time to go into that conversation because if you go into how does it feel what happens to your body to your senses to your subconscious when you think about this it comes up a lot of times for people with money Mm -hmm. Uh, money money is a very triggering sensitive topic and a lot of people strive for financial freedom for specific goals when it comes to finances Mm-hmm. their dream house, you know, their dream lifestyle. So this comes up a lot for people with money. They really, really want uh, specific things and a level of what they define as success when it comes to money. However, maybe there's something deeper when they're afraid, you know, once they get the money or do they deserve the money? Do they have any conversations from their past that like maybe they thought they don't deserve this? Mm-hmm. Do you deserve to really have the things that you want? Do you feel guilty? Do you have judgment around it? Uh, for a while, I had judgment around money. I had, and not for me, I had judgment that other people were selfish for having so much money. And, right. but yet I wanted money, you know? So I was like, well, that's kind of a contradiction because totally. I'm, I'm hating on the people who have what I'm striving to get. So therefore I'm not allowing a space for it because I'm not seeing other people and being happy for them and proud of them and saying they are good people. I was, I was somehow, well, I know what I was doing. My dad did a lot of lying and stealing Mm. to get money for us as Mm -hmm. I was we you know as I was a child I remember like I I was clear like my dad didn't do good things to get money got it so I had this you know back conversation of feeling like well people who have money must be doing bad things right you know um because that's what I saw growing up and then I was like I'm not going to be like my dad I'm going to do good things And then when I started wanting a level of success and financial stuff, I had this conflicting energy about it. And I just had to spend some time to think about that. So my point is, is going into, so did I deserve to going into that, these conversations of where you're feeling the bumpiness, you know, because something inside of that is not clear. So whether it's you're afraid of it, uh, whether you have judgment about it, I mean, I had a judgment, you know, yeah, I had a judgment yeah. about money and what that was going to do to me. I was afraid that it was going to turn me into a bad person. Am I going to lose my morals? Am I going to um, sell out? Am I going to do bad things in order to get money? You know, yeah, cause that's yeah. what I was afraid of. Do good people actually have money? Right. I want to be a good person but I'm afraid that if I'm going to lose myself, if I start to get more money, you know, right, am I going right. to, am I going to lose my integrity? Yeah. And I just really had to work through that to get to the point where I could love myself, trust myself, love money, trust money, 
love other people who had money, love other people who don't have money, trust people who have money, trust people who don't have money. Right. Like there is a whole world inside of that that I had to kind of work through. Unpack. Yeah, you got to unpack it. I I mean, it's interesting as you're saying it because I've done uh, a good amount of work specifically. I mean, again, I'm certainly not chronically unique, though I think I am, right? Like as far as (laughs) the the conversation with this goes, as far as wealth, prosperity, uh, success, whatever, however it looks for you. Um, For me, when I started kind of on dig or digging in there, was seeing that there was anxiety around money because it was linked to specifically my childhood about the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, the, oh my God, we're crushing it financially and now we might lose the house. You know, this kind of unpredictability connected with money and that that not wanting to have that kind of reality be around my finances that up and down and up and down kind of yeah, so experience, for, for unpredictability. You, so like, there was anxiety. Yeah. There's it's money. Having a lot of money feels unstable. Right. You know, though, it feel, though I have, want stability, it's like I want stability, but money says to me unpredictability. Yeah. Well, so yeah, there's contradictory. So the, yeah, exactly. So, so going back to your first question, when you're feeling the friction and it seems like you're doing everything right there, there's something for you to go into that friction, mm-hmm. you know, and go into deserve. Do I believe believing is huge yeah. when you're creating it's, yeah. it's not about what you say out loud and how many times you say it, you can do affirmations and you could say the same thing over and over and, and, really try to convince yourself of it but if what you believe in your heart what you believe about yourself what you believe you deserve is is conflicting with that because there's fear there's concern there's past stuff there's how you were raised there's what you were told there's what you saw you know so your belief is now what there is to address do i believe that having a lot of money is going to make my life easier. Well, for you, no, you're concerned it's going to create instability, right? So there's that conflicting energy of wanting it, but don't want it because I'm afraid of it or what's going to happen. So the belief in, I believe that I deserve to have money and I believe that this is going to make my life easier and stable and i trust that it's going to keep coming like those are the conversations to now start addressing when that's Mm. not authentically what you believe right and then not having a judgment i mean the good news is that once you see oh wow that's really what i believe okay don't judge yourself which is what everybody loves to do we love to judge ourselves So first, don't judge yourself when you do get present to what your real belief systems are. Because what Mm -hmm. I had to get present to was my real belief system was that in order to have a lot of money, I have to be a bad person. I have Mm -hmm. to hurt people. I have to sell out my morals and integrity. And that's just because that's what I saw. And then it became something I don't want to be like that. But 
did I believe that was really how it was? Yeah. Cause the closest person to me taught me that, right. you know? So then I had to go back and readdress what I really believe, you know? And another thing that I had about money was I thought one of the beliefs that I didn't know I had, which was also conflicting with me creating money was that in order to have money, I had to work 60 to 80 hours a week. Right. And I don't want to work a lot. I don't want to work a lot. I don't want to work a lot. Like, but I want money. And so they were collapsed <laughs> for, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so it was conflicting for a little bit. And then I had to address, no, like, why am I not believing that I can create, you know, flow of money and work 20 hours a week? Right. And that so might sound absurd. Like that, just someone hearing that and that you might have a reaction like, good luck, lady, you know, like, yeah. oh yeah, must be nice. Okay. So right there, right there, what is your belief? What, what, what happens when, when you hear someone say that out loud, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and now that's really what I believe. I'm like, I am going to create money coming in and working part-time hours. Right. That's what I want. And that's what I believe now over time. That's what I believe I deserve. I really, really believe that I deserve that. And so I want once that. You, so once you identify the program, I'm just calling it a program, right? Something that plays in the background, something that we installed in our hard drive years ago when we were children, right? That program plays. It becomes something that plays in the background. It's something that becomes conflicting to us in our later years because now we're like, okay, I want to have money. I want to have freedom. I want to have success, all those things. But that program is playing in the background and it's kind of like an anchor weighing us down. We acknowledge that program and then your suggestion is to once the acknowledgement is there, once the forgiveness is there, and that could be ongoing, right? Kind of reminding yourself to be gentle with yourself, forgiving yourself for those programs being in place, for your believing the lie to a certain degree, letting go of that. Is it then up to us to create and install a new program? Yes. Yeah. But I, I think I want to talk about energetically how, how you feel, you know, like going back into the, the places that are confronting and dealing with forgiving things mm -hmm. and, and releasing things, you know, releasing these things that could be holding you back because, and what does this have to do with holistic healing? We're talking about money and you could replace this with anything. Um, yes. You could replace this with, you know, your body. Let's say you want to lose 50 pounds. Let's say you've been dealing with your weight your whole life. Uh, let's say you could be relationships. With, it could be relationships. And, uh, yeah, you know, let's say you're in a relationship that is not making you happy, but you stay. Um, let's say, you know, you want to become a, a certain you want you have a dream for your career or for your passion or for your hobbies or you yeah. want to be an artist and, and you're just not believing that right. you can do it. You know, so it can get replaced with anything. And why does this matter in holistic healing? Because I'm like, they might be, listeners might be wondering, what does this have to do with holistic healing? <laughs> okay. So, okay. Great. Okay. Be it has everything to do with holistic I, healing. I, I agree. Yes. Yeah. Because 
your vitality is not inside of the supplements you take because you're afraid. It's not about the, you know, choices you make, the pills that you take, the job that you go to every day that you hate. It's not about any of that. Holistic healing is about looking at your life from a whole standpoint and living into your dream and living into your purpose because that is where your true vitality lies is every single person has a purpose. And when you start getting sick and when your body starts defaulting over and over and over again, it is because you're not living into your dream. You're not allowing yourself to step forward into those dreams, into those purposes. And you're not being powerful in your life. If you're not allowing yourself to be powerful and to live into your purpose, then you're completely out of alignment. Mm -hmm. And you're going to die with a lot of regret. And your body's probably already defaulting and dying because it's like, where are you going? Why are we not on our path for vitality? Why do we not love our life every day? Do you know what it's like to not love your life every day? That's really harsh. Well, I think that's the, I think that's the definition of hell. People say, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to go to hell. I think that living and not living your purpose is hell. Yeah. That's well, my that's yeah, that's my inter- that's my interpretation at least of of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the energy of it is what I'm talking about. You know, when I say energy work, when I say holistic lifestyle, holistic healing, it's looking at your whole life and saying, "Where am I off? Where am I off? Where am I yeah. off my path?" Yeah. You know, And you can take all the supplements in the world and you could eat the best food and you could still be dramatically off your purpose in life and not understanding why you keep getting sick, why you keep not uh, being happy in your life, why you don't want to get out of bed, why, why you don't have enough energy. You know, when you start living your life, going in your purpose you will have more energy than you've ever experienced because you're inspired. And even though it's hard, even though it's hard and you could have a lot of difficulty on your path in life, but the, the proudness that you feel, even in the hard moments, they outweigh it, you know, because at the end of the day, you're like, I'm so proud of myself though. I am fighting. I am fighting for my dreams. I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for my purpose. And the joy is in the journey. So there's a lot of good, good nutrient vibration inside of that. So I'm more talking about living into your purpose and how that helps you heal and how that helps you to be healthy and how that helps you to avoid sickness than anything else you can do in your life. So 
obviously from the very beginning we said this was going to be a meaty conversation and it has been just that uh so what i wanted just for those people who are for the people who are listening right now let's say they're listening to this and going oh my god i get it uh i'm not feeling fulfilled i don't know if i'm on my my path i think i'm on my path i don't know if i'm on my path whatever people may be responding to from listening to this conversation because it's it there's been a lot of different pathways we've taken on this conversation is what does one do if they're hearing this and going, okay, a holistic lifestyle. I get it. I've dabbled in it, or I really don't know anything about it. My sister told me to listen to this thing. What are you suggesting in a practical sense for someone to, 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 to do to embrace this lifestyle, to practice this lifestyle, to engage in it, Well, I would say to first give yourself permission that you deserve to be happy. So I think that's like number one is that whoever's listening, the first step is to give yourself permission to be happy and to want what you want in your life. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to explain it. You don't have to prove it to anybody else. This is your personal life. It's your personal journey. And you deserve to be happy, regardless of what that is. So take out the judgment and give yourself permission and the right to be happy. And then once you start, once you open up that door and that conversation, you can start to see where are you saying Yes, when you really don't want to do things, when you really don't want to do that, mm-hmm. you know, to start to start telling the truth to yourself. And this is, again, going back into the energy work and holistic living is it's all about the truth without judgment. So right. the, the, the sweet spot is telling the truth to yourself first without judgment. Right. And that's really hard. That sound it sounds so simple to hear and to say. One of the hardest things to do and to practice and to live is to tell the truth to yourself. It takes a lot of courage. It's going to be very uncomfortable. It's going to bring up a lot of fear. And it could really bring up some life-changing things for people. You know, it's not as simple. I'm I'm I I have such respect for this conversation because it could look like for a lot of people like well okay so you're telling me in order for me to get to that you know happy place I'm gonna have to completely change my life course like that's really what it could be and look like for many 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 people and the truth of it is yes that could be it and you have one life and you have one body to take care of. And it's really hard for your body to be healthy when you're living a lie or when you keep settling for things and it's not what you really want. Your body will get loud because it's suffering because of the choices you're making. So 
and it's not going to get quieter. You will just continue to suffer and suffer and suffer until you have major body breakdown. Right. So this is kind of like, I hope this is a wake up call. I, I, I do hope it is confronting for people because sometimes we need that. If you're going to be confronted, I'm praying that people get confronted when they have enough time to correct it and to start changing their life as opposed to when it's too late and they're in the hospital and they're out of time. Yeah. That's yeah, a I'm... very deep thing to say. Um, but you're not alone. I'm talking to people who are listening. Your heart might be racing. You might be feeling scared, but that's just you waking up. Just be alive, you know, and don't wait till it's too late. I'm praying that this touches people on a real level so that they can have the time to change their life and to make different choices. And as scary as it could be and will be, I think you'll have the courage to get through it or else your desires won't, wouldn't even be there. Your desires are there for a reason. Right. You wouldn't be listening to this, to this point, unless you were meant to be listening to this, to this point. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? It's like people don't listen to this kind of conversation unless there's a desire, no matter how quiet that desire may be or how loud that desire may be. This, this conversation is, here hopefully to provide an opportunity and that opportunity may be uncomfortable but that's that's okay because on the other side of a breakdown is a breakthrough and that's kind of what we're you know what we're offering or you know what we're what, what we're inviting i guess is the thing you know you said something about like get out in front of it soon or sooner than later you know i always think about i mean obviously western medicine is important has its value, but then you look at Eastern medicine, if you compare the two uh, on a simple level, Western medicine tends to be curative, right? It it deals with a problem and fixes it as a prob- as opposed to an Eastern medicine or what I would consider like this, a holistic energetic approach is a preventative. It's providing a space for us to live in homeostasis, a, a space for us to be vibrating at a level where all of the amazing chemicals in our body that are already there get to do what they do to keep us at a peak state and peak level. But it does require us to participate in that. And I think what I hear you saying, Lisa, is to get on board and start participating sooner than later. Yeah. And I remember, yes, exactly. And I like that you brought that up. It's definitely, it's preventative, but it's about being present and, mm-hmm. and having hope, you know, having hope for yourself and for your future. Or have you given up, you know, have you given up on yourself? Have you given up on your dreams? Have you given up on your life? And are you in a state in a state of just letting the time tick away, you know, you've given up. Have you just given up? Yeah. And that's, that's the truth in a lot of people, you know, um, that got, that kind of gets covered up and accepted over time. Um, so when you're saying that it is true, it's about being present and it's about protecting your, 
life and your vitality and your happiness. Yeah. You know, we, and that's, it's, it's about protecting yourself and loving yourself enough to have hope and to keep striving for what you are passionate about and what you want for yourself. It's not easy. Either one, whatever course you take is not easy. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've given up, well, you have to deal with the suffering of what that feels like and the no energy and the feeling of anger and resentment. Like that's not a piece of cake. That's actually really difficult to, to live like that. Or you can start making different choices to live in the direction of your dreams. And yes, that's going to be difficult too, because it's going to take a lot of courage and it's going to take a lot of strength. But all of those harder emotions will also bring a lot of pride. So it's a positive. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, this kind of goes kind of goes back to something I said earlier, just about the idea that the, the distinction between waiting and creating if if we as humans are waiting for enough money to show up so we can feel financially free or waiting for those vacations to show up so we can experience freedom and joy or we're waiting for those relationships that fulfill us to show up or anything that we're waiting for from the outside to 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 give us an indication that all is well we're waiting that's all we're doing we're waiting the opportunity at least what i hear in this conversation and something i tend to practice is how do I create that reality within? And from creating it within, I become energetically attractive to all of those circumstances that I ultimately, you know, want to manifest in my three-dimensional world, if that makes sense. Yes. Rather than and waiting for those three-dimensional yeah. things to show up so I can feel good, I'm 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 working on putting myself into that state of gratitude of that the, the gratitude of all the wonderful things the beautiful relationship and the the freedom to travel and the amazing career and the the vital body and all those things generating that enjoying that within my body imagining it creating it in my body such that Ultimately, it ends up manifesting in my external world. But obviously, I think sometimes we we go the other way around. I think most of us are taught, especially in our Western civilization, work a 60 hour work week till you can't till you're you're about to die. And then maybe you'll have a cool car. You'll never be able to drive it because you're working and you'll have that money, but you'll never get to travel because you're working. You know, it's like it's backwards. So. Right. Yeah. And. And on that point, what you just described, I'd like to talk about on the next uh, yes. audio about how how that relates into healing for yourself. Because um, which part? Which which part? Going like actually feeling the energy in which you want to go. Because a lot of times when people are dealing with pain or a body breakdown yep they end up focusing more of their energy on being fearful and being afraid to die as opposed to trusting your body to heal 
Yeah. And so, and this is same conversation when it comes to your life, you know, you either, you can indulge in all of the things you don't want, or you can start to enjoy the feelings of what you do want, even before you, even before they exist is right. what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking because about. So, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. So that is the energy. You're speaking the language of energy. And what does that look like? Whether you're wanting to create certain things in your life or if you're dealing with healing your your own body. Yeah. You know, it's the same. It's the energetic okay. conversation. So, okay. Um, OK, well, let's let's, let's wrap let's... this one up because this has been a <laughs> mouthful. I am I am I am satiated. Um, but. Again, as we've said, these conversations just don't really end. They continue, and we'll we'll, we'll pick up uh, where this left off on the next healing talk. Um, so, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, please feel free to subscribe to my website at livinglifepurple.com so that you can be notified whenever a new episode or a new educational video is released. You can also leave a comment or rate this podcast so that we can be found by more people who are interested in this type of healing work. I hope by listening to this podcast, you are inspired to go out into the world and share your own positive energy with others because it does matter. I wish you a wonderful day and I hope to see you next time.